wherever you are, go ahead and share tonight's episode with someone, with a friend. And if you're driving in your car, let someone know where they can hear TMG. Hi, everybody. Welcome to TMG. I'm your host, Travis Patton Sr. I enjoy discovering and sharing real-life moments of inspiration from everyday people. And this show is about finding moments of inspiration for our everyday lives. And look, and if you're going to tell me something, then tell me something good. Hi, everybody, and welcome to a new episode of TMG. I'm your host, Travis Patton Sr. Guys, listen, you know I'm excited to be here, and I'm so excited to hear. Guys, you know how we like to do it, guys. Before we get started, don't forget to visit our YouTube page. That's Tell Me the Good with a capital T. There it is, right there on your screen. And guys, before we get started, you know how I like to do it. I want to give a huge shout-out to my biggest supporter, my biggest fan, my lovely wife, Nicole. Hey, girl, how you doing? I know you're watching. I know you're listening. Man, this week's episode is going to be an exciting one. And it's going to be one that you don't want to miss. You're going to want to sit right back and catch it. Thank you, everybody. Come on in. Thank you for joining. Oh, I'm, I'm so happy that you decided to come here this Thursday afternoon, this Thursday evening, and listen to TMG Tell Me Something Good podcast. I'm happy that you are all here. And whether you are right now in the UK listening, or maybe you're in Canada, or maybe you're in the Philippines or Vietnam, or maybe you're in France, or maybe you just happen to be in Japan, Wherever you are listening to the show, I'm so glad that you are. Guys, uh, if this is your very first time hearing my voice, your very first time listening to the show, let me take this moment in time to tell you thank you. I'm so glad that you decided to tune into the show. And you said, well, Travis, I've been listening to the show, man, for the four years that you've been streaming. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. I'm glad that you're still here. Guys, listen, uh, everybody knows that this show is all about finding ways to be motivated in our, our everyday life. So, guys, if you have an inspiring story that you would like to share and maybe come on the show, drop us an email. That's right. Drop us an email. That's T-E-L-L, me something, 21 at gmail.com. And say, well, Travis, I know someone that has an inspiring story, but uh, I don't want to come on a show. I'm a little camera shy. That's okay. Drop us their email anyhow at T-E-L-L me something 21 at gmail.com. And you can even remain anonymous if you like. Guys, I have a few affiliate sponsors. I'm going to play their information. Once I play their information, guys, we're going to get underway. And once we do that, we are going to be rocking and rolling. Guys, stay tuned. Don't go nowhere. We're going to be right back for this information, guys. We're going to be going nowhere. We're still here. 
Walmart is a proud associate sponsor of TMG Tell Me Something Good podcast. Please use the special link, bit.ly forward slash tell me something good, and visit our sponsor. Remember, I may earn a commission when you buy through this link. I Amazon. Amazon is the world's largest online retail store. Please use the special link bit.ly forward slash tell me something A-M-Z-N for Amazon. With Amazon, you can spend less and smile more. Please visit one of our online sponsors today. There it is, guys. Please visit one of our online sponsors uh, I like to shop. I know I do. Uh, yeah, I'm married. So, you know, yes, my wife likes to shop too. Uh, please visit one of our online sponsors, guys. The information is right there in the chat. And also, if you're watching this right now, you can see it in the chat or you can listen. Uh, listen uh, but if you're watching and listen to this later on, don't forget you guys. The information is in the video. So, please do that, guys. Listen, I told you today's episode is going to be an amazing one. It's going to be absolutely great. It's something that we all can benefit from, as always, here on TMG. Guys, if you did not get a chance to catch it, today's episode, guys, is entitled One of a Kind. Yeah, One of a Kind. Yeah, typically, when you think about something that's being one of a kind, you think of something that's unique, it stands out, and it kind of catches your attention. And I know you want to know, where are we going to go with that? Man, for many of us, We've heard uh, either our parents or our grandparents or maybe a teacher uh, try to impart in us the uh, what it's like that being kind is important. Uh, is establishing good relationships. Being kind is very important. And whether it, this lesson came from a teacher or a parent, uh, we've heard uh, all our lives uh, that try to impart in us that being kind is important in establishing good relationships with others. In today's rapidly changing society, small important lessons like being kind sometimes goes overlooked. Yeah, it, it seems like it's an afterthought, like it's not that important. Uh, and being kind can often become an afterthought. But there's so many benefits to just being kind. And not just for others, but also for ourselves. Yeah, for our, it helps us to be kind. In today's world, being kind, where people seem to look at you and scowl at you, they'd rather growl at you than be kind. They'll throw a rock at you before they be kind. In today's world of technology and AI, it just seems that being kind doesn't seem like it's worth it sometimes. It doesn't seem like it's valuable. And it just doesn't seem like in today's world, being kind can be viewed more as a liability. Guys, our special guest today is a world-renowned teacher on the practical applications and benefits of kindness. He travels all over the globe teaching others what it means just to be kind. Guys, give me a huge TMG welcome to our very special guest today, Alan 
Crystal. And guys, he's not even here in the United States. Alan, what's up, man? How you doing? I'm good. How are you doing today? Are you kidding me? I'm on nine and a half right now, not on ten. That's good. It is good to have you here, Alan. Uh, I'm so excited. Well, I, I got to ask this question. I know yeah. you travel everywhere. I know you. Yeah. Guys, Alan is everywhere. And when I tell you TMG is heard everywhere, where are you right now, Alan? Right now I'm in France. I was just in Brussels, and then I'm going to Switzerland. And then later I'm going to Taiwan. Jeez. I, when I told you that TMG is all over the world, I wasn't making it up. I'm telling you, man. He, he's in France. I'm in Birmingham, Alabama. And wherever you are listening to this, you are global right now. Yeah, you're international. Guys, uh, real quick, if you look behind me, you see that it's Black History Month. And February is Black History Month. And guys, I want to tell everybody this. You were born, you were created for something special. You were made to impact the world and generation behind you. People may make you feel like you are afterthought, like you don't matter. But let me help you understand something. The world got better the day you were born. Yeah, yeah, I want you to understand that. It got better before you said mommy and daddy, before you took your before you wrote the world. The world the day. I love what you're saying. You know why? Because what I hear and what you're saying is that we're all here for a reason and we can all find a mission to be here to improve the world. See, see, this is what I'm talking about. This is this is why Alan is here. I love that, Alan. You're absolutely right. We are. Absolutely, man. Guys, Alan, uh, when you and I spoke previously, you you mentioned um, that what you do carries you around the globe. And as we can see, you know, Brussels, France, Taiwan, everywhere. Um, do you mind briefly letting everyone know a little bit about yourself and what you do? Okay, so there's a number of things. First thing is, I think my fundamental job everywhere I go in any context is to help people like themselves more. Wow. And I do that. I've learned to do that and had the ability to discover more about that in my full-time work, which is teaching the Feldenkrais Method, which is a movement technique that's based on learning theories. Mm -hmm. And I work with people with orthopedic problems, neurological problems, professional athletes, dancers, actors, singers, and anyone who wants to improve some ability in their life and okay. have a okay. change in their self-image. And it's through that that I, I really found the means to, to understand what it means to like ourselves more. And then from there, making right. a bridge to acts of kindness and how they inform each other. Wow. Yeah. So you... You have a, you have a, a wide, wide range, range of individuals, of individuals that you're speaking that with on this topic. It's not just it's one not group. You're speaking, one to, group. You're speaking yeah. to all walks of life. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
All but, what, but what that tells me is this, Alan. These, this whole, the whole notion and applications and practical applications of being kind impacts us all. Yeah, it impacts us all. It impacts us all. And I would even go further and say it's fundamental to us all. Oh wow! It's, oh, wow. it's exactly. an essential aspect of what it means to be a human being, and I, we we all do it, fortunately, to some degree. But I think we can all get better, including myself. That's, that's and that's good and that's because, good because typically, 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 Alan, and you know, and, and, and from and your, and research, your research, there's always, always you know, this you know, abstract, abstract idea, idea of kindness. Oh, you know, this, you know, this be, kind be kind is some kind of abstract idea. idea. Oh, be, oh kind, be kind, be kind. You know, your parents teach you, parents, you that. that. You learn right. from your you teacher or whoever. whoever. But there are things that we can actually do. Too. And yeah. as and we were saying, we were saying it, impacts it impacts everybody, everybody. no matter mm -hmm. what neighborhood you live in, no matter what, in, no matter what your what address your is, address is. Mm -hmm. your address could be there in France, it could be in Taiwan, but this is something that can be felt, tend to be felt all over the world, and it impacts everyone. And if we think for one moment that, well, I don't need to be more kind, that's when we've missed it. That's when we missed it, Alan. I'm kind, I'm kind enough. enough. That's when we miss it because it's not it's just, not the, just world the world can benefit, can benefit from more kindness. From more kindness. We, can, we as can as individuals. Right. right. Wow. Yeah. Wow. See, see, this is what I'm this talking what I'm about, talking guys. About, guys. This, is, this, is this, this is what I mean. How important this show is because, because we're going to see some real see practical applications how to do this. Exactly what inspired or motivated Teaching on the practical need for kind, right? Well, there, there, there were kind of two things that led me here. One was, as I mentioned before, this idea of liking ourselves more. And what I found one day, I, I just did a simple act of kindness, and 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 the next moment, I liked myself more, and I thought, oh, that's the connection. Every time I do an act of kindness, I feel better about myself. And I'm not suggesting that we just do acts of kindness so we can pat ourselves on the back and say I'm a good guy or something like that. But that an act of kindness connects us more with ourselves and more with the world. And the other thing was something that was completely unexpected for me. Um, a number of years ago, my father, he had run out of money. And fortunately, my brother and I were able to help him out and support him. And then he developed dementia. And at some point, we finally had to put him in a home. And it was in Florida where he was living with my stepmother. And the summer was coming. And I just thought, she's going back to New York. He's going to be all alone. And there's going to be no one there to visit him, have any connection with him. So, And I have to be honest, I was never really close to my father. We didn't have a bad relationship. but. You know, it was infrequent, if anything. And then I got it in my head to call him every day, just so he had some sense of connection. And for three years, I called my dad every day. And, and luckily, he knew who I was still. Sometimes he only talked gibberish. But that became a regular practice of mine. And it wasn't during it that, that I thought this, but sometime after he passed, that I finally started to see that that was a, a very deep practice and act of kindness. And even today, I have some both older friends and younger mm -hmm. friends who 
I stay in connection with, not every day, but once right, a month, every right. few weeks. And I talk to them and, and really spend some time with them. And I find that that practice of connecting with someone like that is probably, again, one of the more basic needs for all of us. Wow. 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 Guys, guys, I want you to yeah, listen to what he said. First of all, with Sarge, your, your father your, your had experienced that, uh, that uh, dementia. Uh, dementia. And, yeah. and, but you mentioned but you something mentioned in that, something Alan. In that, Alan. You, said you said you just started, you started off, off just, just a simple, simple act of kindness. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's not it, because you're trying to win brownie points. Brown and this is right. and this is what we have, to, what understand. We have to understand. We're not talking, We're not talking about doing something, something so you can win you these, these, these brownie points, points, so to speak. Right. And you can right. kind of walk around and post and brag. Say, I'm a kind person. I do this. I do that. Kindness. Kindness is one of those things that you don't have to talk about. It speaks for itself. Right. Right. You don't, you, you kindness, kindness, you don't need to, don't speak, need to up speak up for kindness. Up for kindness. Right. Kindness has kindness a voice, has of, a its voice of its own. Right. And, and, and the whole, speak loudly. loudly. The whole idea of kindness that you were saying, it's like, you know, when we talk about humility, uh -huh. people say that you can't say that I'm humble. Someone else <laughs> someone says else that, oh, that person, <laughs> someone else says you, you have humility. And kindness is the same thing. If you think you're kind, great. But... It's really when others talk about you and say, oh, that's a kind guy. But I know people who have thought of that way, but still don't think of themselves that way. And I know people who think they're very kind and others don't think of them that way. And that's the way to think about, and that's a great way to put that. Humbleness and kindness, they talk very well. They, yeah. they they speak every language, whether whether they speak right. French or whether they speak Chinese. They right. it, it, it goes it, it goes from generation to generation. It crosses all racial boundaries. It crosses all geographical. Doesn't matter where you live in any part of the world. Mm -hmm. Kindness speaks your language. Right. Yeah. So that's, well, that's just for this person. That's just for these people. No, no, no. Kindness speaks every kind of language. It doesn't, yeah. it doesn't matter where, where you, are, you are, every one every of us one can, of us benefit, can benefit, benefit from acts of kindness. And true acts of kindness, you don't have to, talk, have about. to talk about. Right. Yeah. You you, 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 you mentioned you, something, you though, Alan, Alan, that pointed out, yeah, we were talking about before. You said that when you had this simple act of kindness, it made you feel connected more. But you said it also made you like yourself more. Yeah. And I know we're not going to dive real deep in it. I'm going to bring Alan back to that one. But Alan, we got to, man. That's good. I'm ready. But everything starts right there, doesn't it? Liking ourselves more. Yeah. I think that, you know, if you look at kids, for the most part, they like themselves. Mm -hmm. And, and, and it's, it's when they start interacting and comparing themselves to others that they lose that. And their oh, sense wow. of liking themselves is internally generated. It's not like us as adults where it's dependent on the things we buy or the Come on. partners Come on. we have, the haircut we have, stuff like that. And so, and just like I said that kindness, I think, is one of the more fundal aspects of what it means to be a human being. I think for each individual, liking ourselves more is fundamental to almost everything we do. If you think absolutely, about it, absolutely. people listening to this podcast or taking a yoga class 
or studying a musical instrument, part of the outcome of that, all of those things is that as we improve, as we learn more, we start to appreciate and like ourselves more. Absolutely. So I see absolutely. it as part of everything, really. Wow. wow. It, it, that is so, that right, is that so right that children, children automatically, automatically like themselves, like themselves more. more. They automatically, yeah, they automatically like themselves. They automatically, they automatically are happy. happy. And they, yeah. it, it, I think about my grandson. When he, see, when he sees us, he runs and he yeah. hugs yeah. us. And he's right. running around the house happy, laughing, happy, laughing. Yeah. 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 And in an adult, we have to find have to reasons find to, be happy. to be happy. Right. This, yeah. kid, this kid, he doesn't need he a reason. Need a right. He yeah. finds he a reason to like himself and be happy. Yeah. Yeah. And as and adults, as we, we, we we get away, we get from, away that. from that. Mm -hmm. We get away from, get that. Away from that. And I think and part I think of that, Alan, is what you said. We begin so bogged down with things that we forget to be kind first to ourselves and as well to others. Definitely. And we lose that connection with everything around us because we're not as kind. We lose that connection with society, with the community, with people, and things kind of spiral from there. And when yeah. we look at the and news and we go, well, why did this person do this? Why could, how could they have done that? And it can begin with, begin with do they really like they themselves really enough to continue enough in that kind of behavior? Kind of behavior? Do they like yeah. themselves yeah. enough to do that The things that people around them? Yeah, yeah. I think the whole action of liking ourselves more, and I actually start from a very simple place with the assumption that people already are kind. Mm, so I like, like, in, like my, in my book, I don't start talking about here's how you can be kinder. I'm saying, let's see where you already are kind and let's build it. That's good. That. Because that's where we all start out. They're always, even if we don't think we're kind, there's a, there's got to be some small place in each of us of course, that we of can course. go, yeah, I guess I am kind there. And then from there, how do I want to grow it? And when I just said the word want is the most significant part of it, I have to want it. Right. I have to want to like my, I have to want it to be kinder. And then the question is, how do I go about developing that? Because kindness is a huge thing. And even in the dictionary, the dictionary, if you read the definition of kindness, it tells you all of these ideas about kindness that are worthwhile, but it never tells you how to be kind. How to do it. How to do it. How to do it. How to do it. How to practice it. How to become more kind. How to generate it. And you know, when we talked about being kind to ourselves, mm -hmm. so so here's something for me that was a surprise for me. When I was writing the book, so I'm, I got to the part about being kind to ourselves, and I got blocked for about five years. What? what? Yeah, I was like, I oh, thought I knew something what? about what? that. And then I was like, I think I have a lot to learn here about being kind to myself. It's easier to be kind to someone else for most people than to be kind to themselves. Man, you listen, Man, you, hold, on. hold on. You said a mouthful with that, Alan. <laughs> Alan. You, you know <laughs> you said a mouthful because, because most of us, typically, typically we, are we are quick, quick to be kind to, be kind to, someone, to else, someone else, usually. and yeah. we will and neglect, we will neglect being, kind being kind to ourselves. To ourselves. We'll think it's we'll selfish. Think it's selfish. We'll think it's not good it's not etiquette, good etiquette. Right. Think, you know, all, you know, these, all things, these things, but, 
guys, I want to tell you this real quick. Look at me right here real quick, everybody. Eyeball to eyeball. And if you're not watching this, listen really carefully. It's okay to be kind to yourself. I know someone may have told you that it's selfish, that you shouldn't do that. Look at me close. Eyeball to eyeball. It's okay to be kind to yourself. Alan, I, I agree. <laughs> I, I, I get it, man, get it. because for because years, for sometimes, sometimes just simple acts of kindness toward ourselves, we feel like, we oh, feel I'm like, doing oh, too I'm much. Doing uh, 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 people are going to think that I'm a self, self, I love myself too much, I'm a self-absorbed person, all those types of things. But it's okay to be kind to yourself because it helps. Because that feeling that you have, when you cultivate that feeling, you want someone else to feel that. So that in turn, you start being kind towards others, not to get brownie points or pats on the back, because you want that person to feel the way you feel. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. And and then the question is like. People, even when they think of being kind to themselves, it's like I was saying before. It's like, well, I don't know where to start. Yeah. How, how yeah. do I begin being, well, how do I take care of myself better? What can I do? You know? And th there are many things, that I, what I'm always interested in is not the ideas about it, but the concrete things that we correct, can do. Correct, correct, correct. Look, look, Alan, typically, typically when, when someone when thinks someone about of uh, being kind uh, along the terms of an abstract idea. idea. But you're teaching a practical way, way yeah. that a person that a can person be kind be and in turn like themselves more. What are some some of the let me ask this question then? Let's 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 look at it this way. What are some of the psychological benefits of being kind? Uh in other words, how can it help improve a person's mental well-being? Well, I'm going to take it a step further and maybe backtrack to that. But it's actually been shown in research that kindness helps our physical health as well. Oh, oh I, 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 did, I didn't notice that, too. I in, saw that. In my book, I, I, I referred to another book called The, the Rabbit Effect. Mm -hmm. It's really interesting because they were doing research with these rabbits. It was terrible research where they were getting their hearts to be all full of fat and corroded and everything. And they had different groups who were being fed the same thing, the same diets, treated the, they thought treated the same way, except one group, their heart wasn't getting all messed up and they couldn't figure it out. And they finally realized that one of the technicians who was feeding the rabbits from that group was petting them and talking to them. And those groups didn't have the same effects on their heart as the other groups did. So it's such a clear demonstration that being treated kindly, the health in those rabbits sustained itself in a better way than the ones who weren't being treated kindly. So now that, that's a big example. I'm not saying let's just be kind to everyone and everyone's going to be healthy because we all have different issues and stuff like that. Right, it's fascinating. Right. And when we talk about mental health, when we talk about our, so we can talk about someone else's mental health or my mental health. So for someone else's mental health, you know what? Sometimes we're kind to someone and they're a little suspicious of it. They're like, what's oh, going yeah. on? Oh, yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. Why, what, do you, what, do you what do you want? Right? Or, and they have to learn to feel comfortable because in giving something, there's also receiving. Those Correct. things are tied Correct. together, right? Now, for our own mental health, 
it's very clear that when we do acts of kindness, we feel better. Right? Exactly. And so exactly. that's it. The moment of feeling better is the absence of all the internal noise that we have in our heads, the absence of all the difficulties we think we're facing. And an act of kindness is a really simple way to promote that kind of health, mental and physical. Exactly. And, and, and what you're saying, what you're saying I, I, when I was researching, I was researching this, that's why I told you, I was, this really made me think, this really made me think, when I was doing some research on it, it can, as far as the physical aspects of it, research even shows that it can help blood pressure. Sure, sure. That's amazing. So here it is, we, I'm not saying it's a cure, but it can help manage it because it's lowering uh, uh, everything in our in our bodies, in our bodies. And, and that's just that's amazing, amazing how something, something as, simple as simple that we learn at a home with our parents or, or with teachers or whoever, whoever being, kind being kind can help can us help physically, physically but also help us emotionally and mentally. And, mentally. Yeah. And, and you said, you said that it that makes it us makes feel feeling feel better. Better. And I can't, and I can't stress that stress enough because Alan. In life, in life, in life, at the end, at the of, the end day, of the day, when the smoke and mirrors, mirrors is passed, when, when all the all accolades, accolades and the titles are gone, are gone when you when are you at are home, home and, and you don't have you don't press, press and you don't have social media, at the end, at the end of the end day, of the day mm. we just want to feel better. That's right. That's, uh, all uh, 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 that's all we're left with. That's, that's it. really all we're left with. Like, you know. I talked about in, in my book what, uh, many years ago when I was an actor before I did this other work that I do. Mm -hmm. And I was in a workshop with my acting teacher and we had to write down all the different roles that we played. Mm. So I was like boyfriend, stepfather, carpenter, uh, actor, uh, and a friend, all the, I had about 10 things. And then uh -huh. we had to order them and get, leave the most important one at the bottom. And what I was left with was friend. I was surprised. Rather than having a girlfriend, I'd be friends with her. Rather than being a stepfather, I'd be friends. All of that led to that very simple, again, a fundamental idea of who we want to be. And again, if we tick away all the things that, God forbid, something happened that we lost all the things we have, what right, are we left right. with? We're left with the connection with ourselves That's and it. the connection That's with it. others. That's the most important thing. And that connection is most clearly demonstrated through an act of kindness. That wow. connect, wow. you know, wow. I've seen so many homeless people that you give them money and or food and they go and immediately share it with the other homeless people. I, I, have, I, I have too. Absolutely. It's like, but you take someone who's got a lot of money and you give them some money, they don't start hold passing it. it out. They hold, yeah. on, they hold on to it. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're, they're the idea of liking, fighter. right, and the idea of liking ourselves more, if that's all I'm left with. So when I teach my professional training programs, I tell them I'm teaching them three things. So mm -hmm. my programs, they're four years long, two months a year. It's a long commitment. So the first thing, of course, that they're paying for and I'm teaching them is to learn to practice the Feldenkrais method. That's good. And I expect them to go away with that. It's not just a competent level, right, but right, a, confident, right. a confident level too, enough so they can go and generate it more and more with others. Correct, said, correct. The second thing, but I said, but if you didn't learn that and you spent four years with me, I can pretty much say you would get to know yourself better.
because the way we use movement is a doorway into who we are knowing ourselves. Correct. And then I say, right. and you know what? If you don't get that, if you end up in four years just liking yourself more, I think that's worth everything. That's, I had one experience. I had an experience with a group in Australia uh -huh. where uh -huh. uh, on the graduation, I'd call their name and they'd come up, I'd give them their certificate and they'd give me a hug. And I can't tell you how many people whispered in my ear, I like myself more. Wow. And I went, wow, that, for me, that made my job really worthwhile, you know? Uh, wow, and wow. For, oh, but that's all of our jobs, right? So and that act of kindness correct, help, correct. helps people. And that means we're all the teachers of each other and how to benefit from these kind of acts and to make the world a little bit of a better place, hopefully. It, it's kind of it, like, like a ripple, ripple effect. effect. Yeah. You know, yeah. You, you, you throw a rock in a pond or whatever, and it begins to make a ripple. And if you think that ripple doesn't matter, yeah. ask the fly that's standing on the water that feels the way. Ask the fish that's swimming underneath that sees the way. Ask the bird that's perched on the tree limb over the water watching it, watching to see if there's an insect there to grab it. That ripple matters. In other words, you never know who's watching. You never know who's noticing your ripples. You never know who's paying attention to your ripples. And here's the thing, and I find out. We want to be kind, more kind, but we want certain people to notice it. We want certain individuals to notice our We want certain individuals to notice our ripples. When you throw that rock into that pond and the ripples go out, they go out they go everywhere. Out everywhere. So, yeah. so maybe the maybe person the standing, standing on the bank on the doesn't, doesn't see it. Maybe the person maybe standing, the person on, the standing on the beach doesn't see it. But the little bird that's perched on the branch will notice it. Notice maybe it. the little maybe child, child playing will see it. Maybe the person that needs to see it will see it. And a lot of times, Yes, yes, we are we all kind. I'm like you, and I, I do believe that all of us have a fundamental core of kindness in us because we were all children at once. We're all little kids. We're all two years old at once, and we all internally like that self and had that kindness in us. I do believe that. And 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 as we get older, somehow we we don't pay attention to it as much, or things happen. But we want. Other individuals, Other individuals or certain, or certain people, people to notice, to notice how, kind how kind we are. We and because of that, then we say, we oh, well, say, I'm oh, not going to do, do it anymore. I'm not going to show it anymore. Because, and, because and, if, and, and the matter and isn't, that, isn't that we can't we be kind. We have other issues going on where we just want to be noticed. Yeah, that's right. That's the whole thing about generosity. You know, I mean, there's different kinds of. I give a, a story in the book where I talk about Goldilocks and the three bears, uh -huh. and I, I I describe different gifts that Goldilocks gives to the three bears. So she gives the youngest bear some socks, but they were socks that someone gave her that she didn't like, so she regifted it. And there's nothing wrong with regifting something at all, right? But who knows if that bear liked the socks, if they were the right <laughs> size? There wasn't much thought going into it. And then to so the papa bear, she gave this. Huge big screen TV, which she couldn't afford. 
but she wanted to give him the best gift possible. And right, she right. thought he would really love that. And of course, probably did love that. But then he's also thinking, oh, great. Now do I have to give a big gift to her? Yeah. Her birthday? And then for, for the mama bear, she gave this frying pan that she knew the mama want, but bear wanted it. And the ma she couldn't afford more, but she gave her that. It was exactly the right gift. And, you know, in that second version with the big screen TV, uh -huh. that's uh -huh. just giving to get. That's mm. showing how important I am. And I've had, look, come I've on, had to... I've had to learn about that myself too, because I tend to be more, by the way, kindness in the dictionary is often equated with being generous, but they're not the same thing. They're, they're not, sometimes, they're not. no, sometimes it's better not to give something to someone, to withhold something, to say, I'm not going to give you this money because every time I give you money, you misuse it, you do something bad for yourself and for others. So to have tough love is a kind act as well to be able Whoa. to say no are you serious? serious absolutely look if to say to someone i'll give you an example i had a student in a training uh -huh. who was who making up time from another training and she was there again and then again and i said how much time are you making up and it was like over a year and a half and i said you should have just transferred so <laughs> at the third year of my training which goes four years her time to graduate was she was qualified for it, and it wasn't up to me. It was up to the educational director of another program. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. So she graduated, but I, I went up to her afterwards. I said, "Can we have a cup of coffee and talk for a bit?" And she looked at me and she said, "You're going to drop a bomb on me?" And I said, <laughs> "No, but it's going to be an awkward it's going to be an awkward conversation." And I sat down with her. I said, "Look, it's not my role to decide if you graduate." That's someone else's role. So I'm not going to interfere with that. And I'm not going to interfere, like I said. But I think you need some honest, an honest, some honesty about what's going on. I said, I think you could become a great practitioner. But mm -hmm. at this point, I don't think you're ready. I think what you need to do is for the next year or two, practice for free. Learn mm -hmm. more, understand more. And first, she got really angry with me. Well, this isn't your job and blah, blah, blah. And I said, I know right, I told right, you that. I right. said, but wouldn't you prefer to have an honest voice guiding you wow, with someone wow. who says, yeah, go off. And that's tough love. You know, that's really hard to say something like that to someone, right? And, you know, another aspect of tough love. So, you know, when my mother passed when I was young, uh -huh, and when, uh -huh. she, when she, she was a painter. And when she died, we found all her paint stuff, and she actually destroyed most of her art. There was still some. But there was this letter she wrote to my brother and myself when we were, I don't remember, eight or 10 years old. Mm -hmm. And she mm -hmm. talked about beauty and art, and she talked about honesty and truth. And she said, you know, I don't know if it's the best policy to tell someone the truth. She said, if it's going to hurt someone to tell them the truth, don't tell them. But if it's going to hurt you more not to tell the truth, the better you should tell them. So that's kindness to yourself. Oh, wow. That's tough, wow. that's tough love to someone else. And when I talk about telling someone the truth or being honest with someone, I'm making a distinction that's not, that's not the same thing as criticism. Criticism oh, wow. is just wow. pointing out what's wrong. Yeah, you're honesty just pointing out. Is being, you know, yeah. Honesty is a clear observation of something in terms of what it's doing to them, maybe, 
or how it's affecting others around them. And that conversation can only happen if I say to the person, can we have a tough conversation? Because if oh, they wow. say oh, wow. no, okay, nothing to be done about it. I'm not going to push it on them. Correct. Because then, right. then, then it wouldn't be a tough conversation. Then it would be, then it would be, it would be, be criticism. And it would, wouldn't be very kind either. No, it no, wouldn't. Yeah. It wouldn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. So, wow. G guys, uh, guys uh, so my, my so brain is my like brain this. Is like this. <laughs> it, it, it's, 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 it's so it's much so because, because you draw you this, the distinction between criticism and and honest conversations. And a lot of times, when we think we're having honest conversations, we're actually having criti critical conversations where we're critiquing people. We had this checklist going, you don't do this, you don't do this, you don't do this. And then you go, but at least I was honest. Oh, you weren't being honest. That's not being honest. Sitting here and going through all the faults I've done and faults I'm doing. Those yeah. aren't observations. Those are things that have gotten on your last nerve and they're bothering, bothering you. And yeah. you're finally getting to the point where you tipping point where you can't take anymore. And now yeah. you're just going through this list. Yeah. But taking yeah. the time to say, can we have a tough conversation about some things? And someone say, yes. Okay, so now you're prepared. You already know this will be a tough conversation. And we can be honest and say, hey, I've observed. You know that you know, certain I, behaviors. Actually, I'm going to interrupt you because I wouldn't even start with that. Because oh, the wow. minute I oh, say wow. I observed, I'm telling you what you're doing wrong. Wrong. Ooh. Right. As opposed to saying, for me, when this is part of our interaction, mm -hmm. I get upset or I get hurt. And I'm not saying you're upsetting me. It's just me. Now I have a few choices there. I could just change myself, which is the best place to start. Right. Or right. I can see that this isn't going to change and just say, okay, we're done. Right. Or to say, I'm doing this so that we can connect more easily. So for wow, me, the connection wow. isn't as clear. So correct. Th correct. then maybe the person says, well, what am I doing? Then I can say, well, this, I had a friend, this is a funny story <laughs> who, uh, he, he never closed the cap on the toothpaste and would oh, drive his wife oh. crazy. Just quit. And every time, every, for years, again, you didn't close the toothpaste. And, you know, she's nagging at him. He's ignoring her. And one day she says to him, how many times am I going to have to tell you to close the toothpaste? And he looked at her in dead serious and says, 130. <laughs> and she kind of and never asked him again. I know. I know. It was like, that blew it. You know, that was it. You know? She was like, so, you know what? I reached my limit. I'm good. <laughs> I have friends and colleagues who have behaviors that I would say they used to irritate me. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. And I say used to because at this point, I've come to the understanding that that's who they are. If I want to be in a relationship with them, that's part of the relationship, you know? Mm. And, and it's like I had my acting teacher when I was an actor. Uh -huh. I had another a colleague, another acting student. And one day she was really pissed off and said, I'm not calling him anymore because he never calls me. And I said, he never calls anybody. <laughs> so, so He doesn't call me either. I call him. If you want a relationship with him, you're going to call him. That's this it. Is, this is part of it. it, it oh, guys, this, guys, did you hit this? You hit this? So certain things that irritate us about people, about relationships, I'm glad you touched on that. 
it goes along with that relationship. We're not talking about anything that's unhealthy or unhealthy behaviors, but there may be things that people do that irritate us. Just it's part of who they are. That goes along with the relationship. And I'm gonna throw this in there, Nicole, my wife. We, my and I, we have a son in Texas, and he doesn't like to call very often. And she's now realizing. That's just who he is. That's that's right. Right. And, and yeah. she's cool. She's cool. She, doesn't she doesn't like it, but she's like, like, I'm cool. That's just how yeah. he is. Yeah. <laughs> so, and and we, if she wants we, to talk to him, she, she has to call him. Oh my God. That's, that's why I was laughing so hard because I was just thinking, our son does that. Yeah. Yeah. But kindness itself can almost be viewed kind of like a rainbow. I'm going to put up a picture here. Uh, kindness, uh, kindness itself can be itself almost viewed like a rainbow. rainbow. Just, like Just like when we look, when at, we a look rainbow, at a rainbow, it has different has colors. colors. Kindness, kindness also has also diverse has acts, acts. Uh, that uh, range from range generosity, generosity to, to active, active listening. listening. What right. are some of these uh, uh, everyday uh, parts, parts of the spectrum, of the spectrum that we can use to become more kind? Okay, so you talked about active listening. So I'll give you two examples of that. Mm -hmm. So one is something I call intentional chit-chat, okay? So, mm -hmm. you know, you're, you're at the counter, the cash register, buying your groceries. Right, How you doing? Right, oh, right. How you doing? Good. It's, just, it does, it's meaningless. It doesn't say anything. You're on the phone with the helpline. Okay, I have a problem. That's how you start out. Yeah, right? yeah. But if you're online at the grocery and you just look the person in the eye and said, how's your day going? It stops them for a moment. Yep, it's not it does. the same it thing. Does. It's not the same thing as you know. Where I learned that actually. A friend of mine, a good friend of mine, who uh, we were living in New York, we were at the bank, and he's online in front of me, and he gets to the teller, and he says to her, "How's your day going?" And, and she she was like, "What?" Yep. She was shocked, yep. and then she she kind of answered, and they talked for a minute. And I said to my friend, "I said, where'd you learn to do that?" You know, and he said, "I don't know." And I started doing that. And if I'm on the phone, whoever I'm talking to, whether it's an airline or helpline, right, the first right, thing I right. say is, how are you doing today? And I mean, they have this script. Fine, thanks, and you, but I know that it changes the direction of the conversation. Of course, that of course. On. So practicing that, we have so many opportunities every day to do that. Every day. day. Every single day. There's a number of times where we can practice that. And the tricky part is, if you don't feel like doing it, do it anyway. Move past your feelings in a different, not to say, I don't want to do that. I'm going to do it. Hi, how's your day going? Or something like that. Right, right, like, right. I don't feel like it, but I'm going to do it. You think I felt like calling my father every day? Not at all. I had to wow, make wow. myself do it. But it wasn't out of any irritation. It was like, okay, I'll do it. Once I did it, I felt better. And the same thing, talking to someone like that, it feels better. But here's a, an even stronger story like that. And this, I think we all know people like this in our lives. So I was on a plane coming from Europe, going back home. Uh -huh, and uh -huh. I was on the aisle, and there were two seats next to me. And there were two women there, an Asian woman. And then this other woman who's kind of special. And why special? Because 
she was looking out the window going, oh my God, there's my suitcase. I can see my suitcase. And she turns, can you see your suitcase? It's amazing. You know, this is the first time I've been on a plane. And she was like a six-year-old in a 50-year-old body, you know, oh, it was wow. a little unusual. And, and then she says to the Asian woman, are, 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 you, are you Japanese? I've never met a Japanese woman. And the woman's trying to read. And she goes, no, I'm Korean. I've never met a Korean woman either, on and on and on. And I'm thinking, oh, eight hours of that. Can you imagine? <laughs> so sometime later, I turn around, and the Asian woman's gone. And the other woman, she tries to catch my eyes. And I just, you know, <laughs> no way. A little while later, a couple hours later, I turn around. The Korean woman's there. And I went, I, I just have to ask what happened. She said, well, she was driving me crazy. So I complained to the flight attendant, and they put me in business class. And I said, okay, so why are you here? And she said, well, then the woman wanted her turn in business class. <laughs> and I thought, oh, my God, that poor person in business class. Another couple hours go by. I turn around, and the other woman's back again. And this time, she locks my eyes. Oh, and oh it's I just over, went. But you know what? The minute I felt that, I felt myself doing. I felt myself pulling back, closing down. And then I went, wait a minute. So I kind of let it go and opened up a little, lean forward, and I started talking with her. Mm. Maybe we talked for about five minutes, and then I said, I'm going to go back to reading my book now. And she went, okay. But now, if you imagine that person, because like I said, we all know people like this. They're mm -hmm. either really needy or they're wanting attention all the time, and you just like try to get away from them. So I would say that most people who engage with that woman are all pulling away. Wow. Imagine, wow. imagine your life if everybody, every time you talk to someone, they were like trying to leave you. Right. And their that's body tough. language, their body that's language, right. they didn't want to Everything. be there. No one was that's leaning right. in. That's right. And so, and now some people say to me, but yeah, you were on a plane. You know what? If you do that with someone in the office, they're going to think you're friends. And I said, I haven't found that to be true. Wow. I haven't wow. I found that they're so grateful for that little connection again, that little time to be listened to actively, right? Giving wow. someone your wow. attention. And, you know, I, I can give you another example of it, which is a hard one. So this is like one of the practices in my book, uh -huh, right? Uh -huh. So I told you about my dad calling him every day. Correct, correct, and, and correct. So the exercise is five minutes a day. So what do you do? How many five-minute blocks are there in a day? A lot, right? So can you give someone your attention for five full minutes? And most people say, of course, but you know what? It's not easy. I used to do it with my dog. And I'd be like two minutes into it, thinking, all right, check my email, do this. And my dog, luckily, he didn't have a watch. Yeah, my, my dog didn't have a watch. So he didn't, you know, two minutes, five minutes. He knew dinner time somehow, but everything else, you know. And so even if you can't do five minutes, get three minutes a day. Or it's like I have friends who I call once mm -hmm. a month. One young man I talk to once a week, you know, and it's kind of like I have boundaries about it, you know, correct, like this young right, man, right, he, right. he wanted to talk more. And I said, no, let's just stay with it once a week. That's good for me, you know, to be able to begin, to be honest about this fulfills correct, my needs. Correct, it's correct. what I can do now, you know, and sometimes and not infrequently, I set a limit on something and then I go, you know, I could I could do more. You know where I find that a lot? When I make a donation somewhere, 
Right. By the right. way, you were talking about the ripple in the pond, right? You right. know, and we don't know what that's going to do or who's that going to affect. The same thing is true because I've had experiences where I've had to fundraise, right? And of right. course, people don't. People who are giving don't really get that giving a dollar adds up. That it doesn't have right. to be fifty dollars, a hundred dollars, a thousand. It's like w people who are doing fundraising are really grateful for a dollar. 50 cents, you know, that's worthwhile like that. But then when we're giving something like that, mm -hmm. it's, mm -hmm. it's, it's the, uh, I lost my thread there. The, what was I saying just before that? Do you remember? <laughs> no, no. Who are you? What am I doing here? Wait a minute. No. <laughs> oh, guys, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> You guys, <laughs> you hold on, everybody. Alan's pulling our chain, guys. I know what it is. So that just listening to someone for a short amount of time is sufficient. Correct. Right? Correct. We don't have to give all of our time to someone. And being able to, oh, I know what it was. It was the limits of me setting limits on something, right? I can't tell you how many times I'm, I'm asked to donate money for something. Mm -hmm. And my first impulse is, yeah, I, I can I can donate that, you know, twenty bucks or something, right? And then if I sit there, I almost always can go. I mean, if I really value the cause and stuff, it's like I can give fifty. That that's my means. That's what right, I can afford. Right, if right. it's one dollar to five dollars, that's already a lot. But to be able to give a little more is uncomfortable. But once we do it, there's a there's a higher level of satisfaction of using ourselves. Correct. Like, correct and again, correct, not patting absolutely. ourselves on the back. It's an anonymous donation. It's something that, yeah, I did something nice there, you know. And and that, and, ripple, and that ripple goes, goes out. out. Yeah. That ripple, ripple goes out, goes and, out and I can't. I, I want to say, say that because, because we never know, never know who's going to feel your ripple your today. Ripple. Right. So, yeah. so they're, they're yeah, practical. Yeah, and when I put up that, that rainbow, rainbow and said that, that you know, kindness, kindness is on a spectrum. On a spectrum. It's, it's yeah. not it's just not one, just one, one. We, we tend to think if I just give something, something, I'm being kind. kind. There are different right. levels of there's different ways we could be kind. You said tough love is an act of kindness. Having an actual honest conversation or tough conversation with someone is a kind act. It's like a rainbow. It mm -hmm. has different yeah. colors, colors on it. Yeah. And, and, and a lot of times lot of we times equate, equate kindness, as you said, said, to generosity right. and giving. And, and it's and not, it that. not that. Sometimes, Sometimes that, kindness that kindness that someone needs to see may need to be that tough conversation. Sometimes that conversation, that kindness that someone needs to see might need to be that tough love. Sometimes that kindness that someone needs to see might need to be spending those five minutes with someone or paying attention to someone two or three minutes that day. That is the spectrum. It has different variations to it. And if you look at that rainbow, I'm going to put that picture back up, guys. If you look at that rainbow, each, Each one, of one of these colors, colors in this, in rainbow, this rainbow, they make, they make the, full the full complete picture. picture. Hey, do you know, Travis, do you see that's a double rainbow? I do. Yeah, I just saw that. And it, it takes and it, all the colors all coming colors together, together to make, to the, make picture. the picture. It takes yeah. every, every act of kindness, kindness from all of us. All of us. 
so we can see it, so we can all benefit from it. And you said something. You said you don't have to go wild with it, and that you do doing everything. Limitations. You you have to have you 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 act you you are kind, but you say okay, I'm gonna call you once a week. I'm gonna yeah, I'm you know, gonna, I'm gonna spend, spend five minutes, five minutes ten minutes, or whatever. Right. But you're but doing, you're it, doing it, it where you're showing a kindness to yourself. To yourself. Right. You didn't want to show kindness to the lady on the plane, but you mm-hmm. leaned, leaned in, in. Right. and yeah. show kindness. And turn she lets you she lets reading your book. Yeah. Hey, now you know what? I've got some bad news. Oh no, goodness. No, but it's it's not that bad. You know, it's, it's that it's that in my personal experience uh-huh. The, uh-huh. the better i become at being kinder and liking myself more the next level for me to get to being even kinder and liking myself more is a little bit harder mm. it's like like the things in the book that i write about yeah, i'm pretty good at doing all those things i'm still learning a lot you know it's not like I'm not finished. Like the idea of liking ourselves more, that never finishes. That's always you never, you, you never finish that. Yeah, you never. Uh, when uh, someone says I'm, I'm already kind enough, well, that's a weird thing to say. I never, you know, that's I like limit. It, right? I limit. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I've done my kindness stuff, right? But the 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 next steps for me, I found to be kinder, it's more of a challenge. You know? Can Can I read you something? Oh, uh, go ahead. Uh, go ahead. Yeah. So this is—it's not for me actually. It's a quote in my book from someone else, and it's from Ramdas. Okay. And he says, okay. "When you go out into the woods and you look at trees, you see all these different trees, and some of them are bent. You, you sort of understand that it didn't get enough light, and so it turned that way, and you don't get all emotional about it. You just allow it. The minute you get near humans." You lose all that, and you're constantly saying you're to this or I'm to this. The judgment mind comes in, mm. and so I practice turning people into trees, which like means it. appreciating like them just the way they are. So wow. I, I love that quote. You know, I mean that's great, but I can say for myself, that's for me like a big challenge. You know, so I fly a lot. I'm at a lot of airports all the time. And I think we all know the experience that we're looking at someone. We never met him. We don't know them. We're not talking to him. And we make up a story about them. And it could be a positive story. It could be a negative story. So the tricky part is catching ourselves in that moment. But when I can catch myself, oh. Now, I, I thought, well, every time I would catch myself, to remember the whole quote was a burden. It was too cumbersome to do. But now, if I catch myself doing that, I just look at the person and I go tree, and it's like everything dissolves. My whole story disappears. Exactly. And it's like, and that's like the everyday practice of it, you know. And then I'm more wow, neutral wow. with them, you know. And because look, when I'm making up a positive or negative story about somebody, it's usually a reflection of somehow something I'm feeling in myself. In, in, say, say, that. say that. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> Stop the buzz. Right there. Right there. Yeah. Right, right there. there. You, you, I, and I talked about this before the yeah. show. We, yeah. we said a lot of times we reflect that on people we see in the everyday life. And we began to create those narratives 
about people, you just right. said it. It reflects on what we already feel or think about ourselves. Right. Yeah. And and if I think if it's a positive story, like where am I putting myself in relation to that person? If it's a negative story, am I like better than them? Worse than I mean it's like yep. it's yep. weird what we do, you know? Yep. Yep. And 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 it's like we need to find a way of being comfortable with ourselves so that we'll be comfortable with others too. Ooh, guys, I told you this was a good episode. I wasn't trying. Uh, Alan, in, in your book, Practice Intentional Acts of Kindness and Like Yourself More, uh, you share everyday practices that a person can use to be more kind. Right. What are your, what are, your, what are, some, what are of some, some of the things that you share, that you share in your book? And I know you've already shared some, and I'm going to yeah. get your book up here. Oh, thanks for that. Yeah. So, so, okay, let's look at a few things. So let's look at a simple one of being kind to ourselves. Okay. So if I ask people the question, where in your life do you experience pleasure? Where are you given permission to feel pleasure? Right. And people will say things like playing with my grandkids or something, or when I play my musical instrument or a sport, or if I'm dancing or eating maybe. Some people play sleep, say sleeping, but I don't really count that. Some people say sex. Some people say going for a walk. But you know what? If you ask each person to add up the number of hours in a day that they're actually finding pleasure in the things they do, I think they'd be lucky to come up with four hours. Wow. Wow. I think they'd be lucky. And that's not a bad number, but think about it. 24 hours a day. Maybe you sleep eight hours. You got 16 hours. You pleasure for four hours. You got 12 hours. What are you doing with yourself? So one of the, one of the ideas in the book is to move in a way that you like the way it feels. Mm -hmm. Right? And that, that doesn't mean that I do. You can't do that all the time. You're silly. But if you're in the office, every time you get up from your desk to go to the bathroom, just having a little note on your desk, pleasure. Move in a way that you like the way it feels. Right. And then right, come back right. to it again. And the funny thing is, when we practice that, it adds up. It becomes something. It's like your grandchild, your grandchild is always moving in a way he likes the way it feels. Yes. Right? Yes. That's that's the guide for kids is their state of comfort and ease. If I ask adults, when do you decide to get comfortable? You know what the most common answer is? What? what? When I'm uncomfortable. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Now, if you think about that, that's a bloody crazy criteria. Wow. That means wow. you have to be uncomfortable before you get comfortable, right? Now, you can catch it and go, oh, I'm uncomfortable. I'm going to get comfortable. But then if I'm comfortable, Huh, can I get more comfortable? Actually, usually we can. We can keep going in that direction of greater ease and comfort or finding movement in a way which is always available to us. And right, no one has. Right. And I'm not talking about dancing to the bathroom, right? <laughs> I'm, I'm talking about just a quality of feeling that's like, yeah, this is pleasurable for me to move like this. I like the way that feels. And if we do that enough, it adds, you know, it, it really adds up. Or another example, uh -huh. Uh -huh. so uh, when I was 19, I moved out of my parents' house. And I had the realization that I wasn't good at anything. 
Oh, I feel yeah, you there. Yeah. But but at 19, I wasn't old enough to be good at anything. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like, okay, but you know, what's the point there? And I thought about it and I thought, I'm gonna get good at one thing. And I, you know, I don't know where this came from, but uh, the thing I picked I want, was brushing my teeth. I didn't uh, brush uh, my teeth well. And the, 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 the thing that was clever about that that I didn't realize was it was something that only I knew about. Mm, mm. No one was checking in on me. Did you brush your teeth today or anything? If I didn't do it, I was left with my own internal problems and stuff. Maybe my dentist, but he knew already, so it didn't matter. You know, <laughs> well, no secret there. Each, no secret there. Right. Each day, and over time, I started to develop, like, I'm brushing my teeth well now. I got right, there. Right, you know? right. Now, the, there are two interesting things that came of that. One was that all the times that I didn't do it, that I skipped it, that I would sabotage myself with the same strategies I used in the other areas of my life where I sabotaged myself. So I started learning how I interfered with my life just from this simple act of brushing my teeth. Wow. And then wow. the other thing, which was kind of funny, I don't know, most people have had this experience. If you get an electric toothbrush that beeps every 30 seconds, and then you go, there, I, did I miss the beep? Like, this can't be 30 <laughs> seconds. Because I think before I was brushing my whole mouth in 30 seconds, not two minutes. You know, So, again, more learning, more things to find out about. So things like that, simple, easy things. So it doesn't need to be brushing your teeth. Maybe it's I'm going to fold my clothes every night. Correct. You know, correct, I'm going to do correct. the dishes. I'm going to turn the lights out when I leave the room. That some things that you learn that they're not attached to any big outcomes. Because if we attach it to a big outcome, we set ourselves up for failure. Yeah, then we like, it has oh, to be, oh, that's too much. Yeah, too much. That, right. It has to be something simple and something that no one else can can evaluate us around. You know? So it's like, like if, if you live with someone and you're going to fold your clothes, don't tell them I'm going to fold my clothes because they're going to come after you, right? You just do it or don't do it. And one day they're going to go, I, I was living with someone who's, and she was very worried because her kids were real slobs. And I said, I've lived with messy people. I don't care about that. But I have to say they were exceptional. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they, they would like leave the wet towels in the shower on the floor. And it was like, oh boy. So me, instead of saying anything to them, I'd just hang up the towels. And, and after about a month and a half, she said to me, did you tell the kids to hang up the towels? I said, no. I wouldn't do that. And she said, they're hanging them up. And I went, good, good. <laughs> but they could just watch it and see that's learning from experience without being told the right way, the wrong way. Right. Or something you shouldn't, you know. And that's accepting because if they never did it, that was my job then. Okay, I took that on. That's my choice, right? It wasn't my choice to show them something. It was my choice to feel more comfortable for myself. That's correct, correct, correct. Yeah. correct. Your, your, book, your book, Alan, Alan. This, this is your book, this is your book. Practice, practice Intentional, intentional acts, acts of Kindness and, and Like Yourself, like yourself More. more. Um, uh, I, I, like I, I like that. Where can, Where can someone, someone get, a, get their hands get their on a hands copy, on copy, of copy of your book and, your book and, and contact, contact you? They can get it at Amazon, and it's a paperback. I like to say it's a Kindle, not a Kindle. Kindle, get it? Yeah. And it's also an audio, it's also an audio book. 
And then I have a website, practicing-kindness. That, no, that's another website. That's my Feldenkrais website. That's There's another website. Right? Actually, can you scroll down on that? Or is I that sure just a photo? Oh, no. Oh, no. No. That's the website. Yeah, yeah there, there, see right there on the, le on the left bottom? Keep going down, 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 down. There. Click on that. So that's the website for the book. Let's see if we get there. Is it moving? But anyway, the address for that is practicing. There you go. It's practicing-kindness.com. And from there, you can get a free sample worksheet to give oh, you wow. an idea oh, wow. of what the book's about. Worksheet right here? Right here. Right there. And you can just sign up for that and get that today. So I could so type, I could in, my type name. in my name. Yeah, an email address, and it'll, it'll automatically be sent to you. And put it in put my it in email address. address. Phone number here. you don't need to put in your company. That's it. And it's hit, and send. It hit send. Yeah, and you'll get it in a few hours. Cool! And cool. Now, and to come, my, my, there's no contact information for me there, but the other website you pulled out is my email address, one of my email addresses, and you can find me there. And people should know that if you do write me and you don't get a response from me within three days, I didn't get it. Ah, I'm, ah. I'm really fast on email, and I check my spam folder all the time. So it's easy to, you know, you should, you should get a response from me for sure. Fan, 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 fantastic. Fan, Ellen, Ellen, thank you, thank you so, much so much for sharing with us with all, all today. today. Right there right in there France, in guys. France, He's in France. Um, um, bonjour to la monde. Bonjour. See, I can't <laughs> speak French. You want to bet? But somebody in France, uh, if you speak uh, if you French, speak tell me what he just said. <laughs> I said, hello, everybody. <laughs> uh, Alan, what is something encouraging? that you would say to someone who may be kind of teetering, teetering on the fringes of becoming more kind or becoming more like everything else around them? I would say one thing. I would say act. Don't wait for the feeling to act. Don't figure out the conclusions that will lead you to act. Do something. And I don't mean do something like the Nike ad, like do, you know, with that kind of aggression, but to do something, to plant a seed, and watch it grow slowly, whether it's liking yourself more, kindness, that all of us can do it. I'm convinced of that. So do it. I like that, I guys. Like that, guys. It, guys, it, it takes it courage, takes courage. Yeah. to stand out from everything around us and avoid the temptation to fit in. Kind of like this picture of this red apple by the green apple. It takes courage to be the red apple in amongst, in amongst of a bunch of, of green apples, apples around, us. around us. It takes courage it takes to stand courage out from everything, everything around us and avoid the temptation to fit in. Becoming, becoming more kind, more to, kind others to others can help us can like help ourselves, ourselves more. more. Is, it Is it possible that the praise, that the praise we, want we want will come when we give when praise, we give praise to, to someone else? Someone else. Uh, with, uh, so with so much going on and around us and most just want to fit in, Kindness, kindness will help you stand, stand out, stand out and truly become, become one of a kind, of a kind. yeah guys, guys thank you thank so you much so for much being for part, of part of the show today, today. guys alan uh, thank you for thank being, you for here. being guys, here guys it's guys, about that, it's time. About that time. time and it's always, always i want to give a huge shout
the God, bitch, you gonna visit our YouTube our page. page. That's coming to the good when it can't be. And it's always, always you can stream right here, right here every Thursday, 6 30 p.m. Central, 7.30 p.m. Eastern. You can listen to the show. Or you can stream on your favorite streaming platform like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and so many more. Guys, before we get out of here, let's get you to pick up a copy of my book on Amazon, guys. Always inspire practical ways to be inspired through this madness we call life. Or you can get on this QR code right here and get yourself a copy. Guys, we got to get out of here. But it's always important. Always, if you're going to tell me something, then tell me something good. I got to go. I can argue. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Mini Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com.